afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, a uh, comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. Uh, that's Gary Lucy. Chica, 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 chica. Oh, yeah. And then you say, and that's Pat Francis. And that's Pat Francis. Boom, boom. <laughs> boom. Pat, so much hate mail from the uh, profanity <laughs> show. <laughs> Tipper Gore is all up on my I case. know. People, uh, <laughs> people don't like dirty songs. But they love them. They do. You they see they like. like them. See, they're like Republicans. They say that they don't like them, and then mm-hmm. then they love them. That's right. They really love dirt. They like them like they like D's nuts. <laughs> anyway, uh, Pat, how was your Halloween? <laughs> uh, my Halloween was great. Uh, my uh, my oldest daughter went as a as a China doll. Oh, and uh, the uh, wrestler? Uh, no, no, no! Come on now. Yeah. She went. <laughs> she went. Uh, she just said a, por- a porcelain, a like a porcelain, a porcelain doll, not a China doll, porcelain doll. Mm-hmm. And my youngest went as uh, Alice in Wonderland. Oh, okay. Yeah, but she didn't wear a blonde wig because she said that her hair is good enough. Good for her. Yeah, that's... she never wears a wig. Every year when she said like a, she was Supergirl last year, no wig. My hair's good enough. She was um uh she was um Velma from Scooby Doo uh-huh. the year before. No, my hair's good enough. That is a little girl with some esteem. That like she that. has big time self esteem. Like I'll go, you're cute. She'll say, I know. That was <laughs> <laughs> something I don't know. But she'll bit. say, she'll say, everybody tells me that. That's what she'll say. <laughs> so maybe we want to dial that back a little bit as she gets older. But for now, it's fun. And now, uh, did uh, did Preston dress up for Halloween? He did. He he wanted to be Indiana Jones. I'm like, oh yeah, that's gonna be easy. There's you know, you could just get all those prefab accoutrements right. right at the Halloween store. But no, he wanted to be Lego Indiana Jones. Oh, okay. So I had to like, uh, you know, how are you supposed to do that? So then I said, hey, uh, Preston, have you ever seen this? Uh, Internet meme, uh, Nyan Cat. You know, do you know what that is, man? It's his, it's his kitty cat who like has a pop tart for a body, okay, and like rainbows kind of come out of its butt. Right. And I, I, he's like, I want to be Nyan Cat. I'm like, yes. So a little p- poster board. And I was out the door. I and, think it would be funny if he wanted to be. I want to be Indiana Jones, but I want to be Doctor Jones. I want to be him when he's when he's <laughs> teaching, when he's yeah. a professor. <laughs> the professor, just like, who are you, little boy? And, and also, I. I love yes. you. I That's love right. you. He, uh, <laughs> Matt uh, said Gary writes, I love you across his eyelids. Like his students. <laughs> the, uh, and also he like, um, he saw this on a cartoon. Like he's not going to say trick or treat, but he said he's going to jump out of the bush and says, give me candy lady. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. So that's, uh, so, and it worked out. Yeah. People were scared. And, uh, and, and they were willing to give up uh, sugary treats. <laughs> Do you dress, did you dress up when you go along? I, you know, I have like this, uh, I have this, this, uh, like I, I always go as Count Slacula. Uh-huh. I always wear my, you know, like, uh, <laughs> You know, regular clothes just with a cape. <laughs> like, I'm not even. That's trying. good. I like that. I'm. I stopped trying. But uh, Pat, I don't know why I'm always excited about magazines. If there's one thing kids like to do these days, besides not buy music, it's not buy magazines. But yep. I'm always get. I'm always excited. The new stand. Uh, the new uh, spin has Das Racist on it. I uh, guess edited by our. Uh, our boy Pat Oswald, very funny. Oswald. And there's a there's a there's a really nice. Uh, if you've ever heard about the, the best show on WFMU, and you're like, what's that about? It's like it's really funny. And this is like a good introduction to that. And they're written by Jake Fogelnest. It was like in his 30s. Now I remember when Jake Fogelnest was like 11. Yeah, oh, yeah. So that's weird. And then there's a, a GQ has their rock issue out. Now I've never seen anything in. GQ, like, oh, I want to wear that. You know, it's always like a right. $5,000 cardigan or something right. like that. Who, who are these people? Who wear Who's on, let's see who, the cover of that. That's Eminem, Keith Richards. Eminem, Keith Richards, and, and uh, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. A little uh, bit too much tattoos on Lil Wayne. <laughs> once, once the tattoos extend 
to your entire face. It's why don't you go and work at a carnival? He's actually not even a black guy. Those are those are just he's yeah, tattooed black. Yeah, yeah, that's how much. And I noticed that uh, Keith Richards has a, a bunch of wrinkles tattooed on his face. <laughs> he does. He does indeed. <laughs> you know where we get that out? Little HWC. Oh, you know we would. Oh, don't even bring it up. But the mail is going to come again. Oh, I said it. <laughs> but uh, this is an out. This is uh, 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 Jim James from my my morning jacket. This is an outfit I would like to rock because he, he's like a bigger fellow and uh, he's got like a like a trench coat on. Oh, he's got like some furry UGG boots. And some big white furry UGG boots and uh, he looks cool. He's got some long hair going. I could pull that off probably, right? Yeah, I think Maybe. you could. What, and who are those guys on that uh, on the other side? Oh, of that's uh, your friends, uh, oh, the, the Black Keys. Goddamn Black Keys, <laughs> doing some go kart racing. Oh man, why don't those guys start playing some of the White Keys too and <laughs> doing something musical? Think about this: when you're like working hard, slaving away, they're out at the go kart. Yeah, track. they're out at the go kart track. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, check out Read Magazines. That's Read that's Magazines GQ. GQ. And uh, so there's that. And uh, do you have any new business? Do you have any other new business? I don't have any new business. Uh, not that I can think of. You know what? I think that means it's time. For Brad Frazzles. It's time for Rock Solid Buzzcuts. <laughs> this week's Buzzcut is something that's uh, got like, I don't know, four or five million hits on YouTube. Wow. It's a, it's a gal named Lana Del Rey. Have you heard of her? Oh, yeah, she's a porn star. <laughs> it sounds like a porn star. Look at her. She's pretty easy on the eye. She well, she's of, got like a nah. You know what though? She's got a cigarette in her hand, and that's that's a big turnoff for you. Smoking is a turnoff for me immediately. I don't care what you look like. I don't care if you look like Brad Pitt. No <laughs> way, Brad. Wait a minute. What did I say? <laughs> so okay, she and is she is she young? She looks young. Yeah, she's like uh, I think twenty three, twenty four. And she's like, dressed like in like sixties, like uh, like she looks like maybe Lulu or Dusty right. Springfield or she something. She looks like somebody like she's in the uh, typing pool over there at uh, Sterling Draper. Yeah, exactly. Right, that's yeah, good. Exactly. That's exactly what she looks. Yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Very good looking, and uh, she wants to be taken seriously as an artist. Though she doesn't want to be judged okay. by her pouty lips and uh, and uh, red hair. And now this buzz cut is it from uh, from a full length CD or is this just a she just has singles out and okay. um and uh, they do that a lot of, that was a big thing in Britain they would always the singles were a big thing like Beatles have tons of singles that aren't on an album like Penny Lane is not on a Beatles album that's a single it's on uh, isn't it on Magical Mystery Tour or, oh, well I guess it's like kind of like after the fact it was after the fact yeah right. no it's true and then they like get, gather them all together yeah that's, cobble uh, them together and do something that's another show but it's okay. a profit deal is what they but uh, all her, all her, uh, she has um uh there's there's three songs I've heard I, I heard uh, the one we're gonna hear is called Video Games. Okay. Then there's another one called Blue Jeans, and then there's another one called Diet Mountain Dew. So I think she writes songs like the way they write questions on Family Feud. Well, like that uh, last song is called what? Diet Mountain Dew. <laughs> okay. Now wait a minute. What was the first song? Uh, video Games. Okay, it seems like she's just trying to write songs to try to get an endorsement deal. Maybe so, yeah, I think that's You know, she's waiting for a call from Wrangler or Levi's. (laughs) Or she was wandering around the supermarket with Bruce Springsteen. (laughs) Hey, I'll tell you what, anytime I'm looking for inspiration, I like to go down to my, my local mall. And I just like to walk. Like I got a song called, I got a song called Payless Shoes. And I got a song called Apple Store. <laughs> so she took a okay, page well, out of Bruce's book. Yeah, I'm interested in, in how this is going to go. So we're going to hear uh, video games by Lionel Del Rey and then decide if the buzz is justified or unwarranted. And then I'm going to play a little bit of my new song called Frogert. <laughs> Atmospheric for the fall here. You thought it was gonna be like Pac-Man Fever or something? Didn't uh, you? Yeah, I wasn't sure what we were gonna. 
Sounds like a harp. In the backyard, pull up in your fast car, whistling my name. Still sounds like Bruce. Open up a beer and you say get over here and play a video game. I'm in his favorite sundress, watching me get undressed, take a body downtown. I say you the bestest, leaning for a big kiss, put his favorite perfume on, go play a video game. It's you, it's you, it's all for you. Everything I do, I tell you all the time. Heaven is a place on earth for you. Tell me all the things you want to do. I heard that you like the bad girls, honey. Is that true? It's better than I ever even knew. They say that the All right. That's uh, uh, now who's going to weigh in first? Would you like to weigh in first? Or would you like? To- I will weigh in first. Okay. Now, let me tell you something. <laughs> Based on that song, yes, I would want to hear more. Yes, and it had uh, it reminded me of the of uh, the Brandon Flowers solo album, like oh. if, you, if uh, the way the things she was singing about and the way she was singing, and then her voice was reminding me also of, of Richard O'Brien who who's Riff Raff in a oh, Rocky Horror Picture interesting. Show. Interesting. Like the, the you know science <laughs> fiction <laughs> double feature. And uh, I would definitely I would definitely listen to more of that. Yes. Yeah, you know what saying. So you're saying, I'm that saying the buzz is justified. Justified. <laughs> uh, I think you know what I I, I felt the, the the same way until I heard more of the songs. I'm like, oh, this is uh, she kind of has this one flavor. What it's like, Pat, to me is um, like around this time of year when they start having pumpkin things around. You get like your pumpkin yogurt and your pumpkin lattes. You're right. like, oh, this is good. I want this all the time. And right. then you're like, you know, by November you're like, I've had about enough of this. Yeah. I don't want it anymore. I just bought um, uh, frozen Eggo waffles that were spiced pumpkin. Limited, okay. limited edition. Limited edition. You're not going <laughs> to get this shit in February. Oh, you know what my favorite seasonal thing was? They had that um, apple cobbler uh, cliff bar around this time of year. Oh, I never had an oh, apple cobbler. so good, and they what took the- it away. They they tried to have like blueberry cobbler, but it tastes like a carrier freshener or something. Is apple so, cobbler a seasonal thing? I think you can have that any time of I, year. You would think so, but maybe somebody told that to cliff bar. You dear cliff bar, don't you know? See, when I think of seasonal... I guess I only, but when I think of seasonal stuff, it's always like eggnog and pumpkin. That's the like the two seasonal things I think of. There's the and uh, and be, I like Balance Bar now, and they don't they don't mess around with stuff like that. So <laughs> anyway, so or they uh, have the we're at McDonald's when they have the uh, the Shamrock Shake. That's the seasonal thing. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, you know, there's no real uh, four leaf clovers in that. No, 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 <laughs> not not a little bit. So you, so you're saying I'm saying that the buzz on Lana Del Rey is slightly unwarranted. Why? <laughs> and you might have you might have to lean more towards what Gary said on this one because he's heard more than I've only heard that one song, and I'm only saying. I- <laughs> what happened? Sorry, was- what happened? <laughs> we moved on into the main body. We did. <laughs>
ladies and gentlemen, that is, uh, we promised to play that a few weeks ago from uh, Kicked Off of the Shrek soundtrack. That's the only new Pixies material that's been recorded in the last couple of decades. Wow. And uh, it's called Bamthwak. And, uh, and you found that illegally. Uh, you could get it, you know, if you know a guy, you could get it, but, uh, but like, I can't, I can't, I can't pay, the Pixies I can't th- earn any money from you me. You know what, I think it's on, I think it's on you, uh, you know, whatever you, uh. Pay. What, what iTunes? Are those things that people, yeah, that's that's. The it's thing. on iTunes. I guess it's just a single. I think you can get it as a single, but that's. Uh, why don't they? You know, drop by uh, Frank Black. He's he has like two solo albums a month. It seems like just <laughs> is that true? Drop by, shake a maraca, something, give us some Pixies material. <laughs> but the main point here is Pat that uh, the Pixies start with the P. Yes. And every four weeks or so, we like to choose a letter at random. And, and uh, this letter was chosen by the silent partner Matt Belknap. Yeah. Who uh, we? Uh, how, how did you choose that letter? Why? Uh, like you said, I was going P. You were going P. He was going number. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> He's going number one. And he thought, let's do letter P. So uh, we're going to do this. Uh, th- and uh, this is uh, – I love these shows because there's always a lot of great suggestions. And we always like right. hear a lot from, on the on the Facebook page about, what about this song? So I always like to hear about those. So um, if you don't mind, I think I'll get us kicked off sure. with uh, – this is a band called the Pernis Brothers. And they had a lot of buzz about four years ago because they won some uh, – AOL poll about what's the saddest song of all time and it was a song by them about some suicide song called Chicken Wire so I thought that would be a fun way to get the and, no. and before you play it, I do want to, and, and in case you've never listened to us before oh, yeah, sir. Uh, the letter P we, we go it's uh, the band begins with P or the last name yes. of an artist begins with P it's not songs that begin with P we're going by the artists uh, or P artists so strictly we, Dewey Decimal style yes. that's how we roll here this, here we uh, go. so okay I'm sorry I interrupted your ramp up so go ahead that's okay this is uh, the Pernus Brothers and it's called The Weakest Shade of Blue and you might want to crank this man I think it's a little quiet but uh Sorry, I didn't know it was so long. I was just rocking out to him. <laughs> Weakest Shade of Blue, the Pernus Brothers. I like that a lot. Do they have, um, how many albums do they, they have? They have a ton of, they have a big catalog. They uh, used to be known as the Scud Mountain Boys. Okay. Which would probably make you think they were one of those, ah, bands. But they are, uh, now they're like a nice uh, pop rock band from uh, Massachusetts. And uh, yeah, you can't go wrong really with any of their albums, but. Um, and what year did this come out? I think that was 99. 99. Uh, I like yeah. that a lot. I would listen, again, I would, uh, from that, I would, I would seek them out and listen more than that. That uh, was right in my, uh. My ballpark. Then my work here is done. Okay. See you. This rock solid. Thank you. <laughs> what do you got, Pat? Practice am, starts with a P? I am going uh, for uh, for a gentleman um, named Robert Plant. Robert who uh, now? Robert Plant. He's in a band called Ledley Zeppelin. <laughs> got it. Okay. And um, this is from his uh, from his most recent album from 2010 called Band of Joy. And uh, I, don't, I don't like a lot of Robert Plant's solo, 
But um, this is a song called Angel Dance. It's actually a cover of a Los Lobos song. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, this one really grabs me. I really enjoy this. Coming up. One more time. So yeah, this Band of Joy album in 2010, I thought he's in really good voice. You can hear that he might not be able to sing Led Zeppelin songs live. But I think he sounds in real good voice there, and this this Band of Joy album is, is one of my favorites from 2010. It had a nice atmospheric uh, touch to it, and uh, I enjoyed yeah. it. He's one of those guys, he's he's really got his finger on the pulse of what's happening with music, and you know he really stays relevant. And like, yeah, you I know, think he, he tries to. He'll do like a Jeff Buckley song or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on tour. And, uh, yeah he's, but I think like if, if you know uh, uh, the story, The Portrait of Dorian Gray, I think Robert Plant is the picture that Roger Daltrey has in his attic. <laughs> <laughs> the years have not been kind. No, they haven't been kind. He still rocks that hair, and he's kind of rocking a, a little bit of a beard now, I think, to hide the... the, the make, kind of make a chin. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, but, um, yeah, Plant. Bobby Plant. Bobby. Uh, moving on to, this was a, uh, a, uh, a nice little uh, grunge pop trio that uh, met and formed at Tufts University. It was kind of like a little extracurricular uh, activity that, that, that they had, and uh, they put out just, I think, like two or three just, just perfect little albums in the, in the mid-'90s. Went their separate ways, became doctors, whatever they did, but uh, we, 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 uh, we'll always have these uh, albums. The band is called uh, Papas Fritas, which is uh, Spanish for French fries, but it's also kind of a pun on Pop Has Freed Us. Oh, I like it. <laughs> and uh, this song is called Hey, Hey, You Say on Rock Solid. Sit turn wow. Papas Afritas on Rock Solid. What kind of me? How would you categorize that? If we need to put something in a box, mm, I don't know. well, it was on it was on uh, the Minty Fresh label out of Chicago, and they they do a lot of yeah, just you know indie pop. I guess I'll just call it indie pop. I think is Minty Fresh still around? I think so. 
Yeah, they. I'm trying to think. Is Sub Pop still around? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing things. That's uh, David Cross's label. Is Fago Red Pop still around? <laughs> That's at the uh, Gathering of the Juggalos. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's uh, uh, what's what's next on your P list? All right, I'm going. Wow, I just I just noticed that these are uh, these are two my my first two songs are people who are, are no longer with their original bands or went solo or or whatever. But this is uh, this is Steve Perry from Journey. This is a song from his. Uh, his first band called Alien Project. Never heard this. You no, know, you never have heard this. But this was released he when he released the Steve Perry Greatest Hits album. You know, he doesn't have a lot of Greatest Hits solo, yeah. so it was like Greatest Hits plus five. <laughs> yeah. So this was uh, this was the demo uh, called If You Need Me, Call Me. This is the demo that got him the job in Journey. Journey's uh, management wow. at the time, manager Herbie Herbert, <laughs> heard this song and basically told the band, look, you've done three albums to nothing. Yeah. You need a singer. This is going to be the guy. They actually had another guy in the band who's going to be the singer. And he says, no, we are hiring Steve Perry. And this is the song that got Steve Perry the job. It's called If You Need Me, Call Me. She said, I want you to understand. I'm not to someone new. I don't even have one waiting in the wings. So I mean, it's not journey not recorded this what's that group called this alien alien project alien project i don't think you'll find it anywhere Cool though, so I guess you have to get off that Steve Perry thing. I never know, but this is some rock history here on Rock Solid. I'm learning. Yeah, that's things the every demo day. that got him the job. So. It sounds so right. It's like one of those things of like uh, you know when you're watching like a biopic or something. Right, right, right. And it, to us, we, we know the story. It's obvious this is the guy, but at the time, like I don't know. Yeah, they did, they did not want Steve Perry. I like I like uh, how when he first joined the group, they kind of gave him that. They kind of like like uh, eased him in with that. Um, Ooh, anyway, that you want me? Yeah. Like they, they let him sing like half a song. Right, right, right. Yeah, and yeah. Then, you know, then we'll see if it yeah, works. They let out, him but. share lead vocal with uh, Greg Raleigh at the time. Exactly. Steve Perry's a little bit ruined for me though because of uh, did you read that Sarah Silverman book? No, no, uh, no. She talked what did about she say. She talked about meeting him and uh, you know he was a big fan of hers and. And he, he, he didn't really get the irony of her racism sometimes. And she didn't name him by names, but, but she said, like, let's just say I, I, have, I, I have stopped believing. <laughs> so wait a minute. She, so I, I want to make sure I'm following what yeah. you're saying. She had some stand-up material. Yeah. And he, he, was, he, was, he was racist? He, he thought it unironically. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. he liked it unironically. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I, I can't remember what the bit is now, but... Uh, that's, that's hard to believe because he's from, you know, he's from San Francisco originally. Seems like, he, you know, like around yeah. diversity and stuff. And but, I got to tell uh, you, I met Steve Perry. Yes. And had a, uh, about a 15-minute conversation with him, Jimmy Pardo and I. We met him at a restaurant. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. And uh, he could not have been 
nicer. One of the nicest uh, rock stars I've had an encounter with. So, oh, was it was that at like Arts Deli or something? That was or? at uh, Luis Tratorias yeah. on, um, on Laurel was, Canyon and Ventura Heats. There like four days a week. There you so uh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> head, head over there with your with your with your albums and uh, merchandise. We're like hanging out. It was all fine. It was like, hey, what are you wops? Want to give me some more water? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dagos, yeah. I, how about some more za? <laughs> um, could you go ahead and start that one, uh, Mad Bill? Now this one has a little bit of leaning, but it kind of. Uh, Maybe I'll freestyle over it. You never know. But this is one of those bands that uh, you hear the name a lot, but maybe you never really heard of what they sound like. Well, now you're going to hear what they sound like. Right. Another one of the uh, great uh, Cleveland rock bands. Um, they're called Pear Ubu. And, I've uh, heard that name. And uh, this is um, this is their hit uh, called Final Solution from the late 70s. This is a hit. You know, relatively speaking. A single. Let's like break down. The girls won't touch me because I've got a misdirection. You know what would help your complexion? Oh, <laughs> no, don't go there. In the 70s, they like to do two verses before the chorus. We've had to cut way back since then. Dick, in this economy, are you kidding me? <laughs> Ill-fitting pants. Fun fact, that's uh, Hitler's favorite punk rock song. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know if that's true. It's probably not. I'm not a, I'm not a history buff. <laughs> but anyway, Perubu there on Rock Solid. <laughs> Can't you keep us rolling back? All righty. I'm going to jump into uh, probably one of the most popular P-name bands uh, from Seattle, uh, Pearl Jam. Oh, okay. This is, uh, this is from their album Backspacer from yeah. 2009. This available song. exclusively at Target. Exclusively at Target and Target. Is that the Springsteen shopping? <laughs> and, and Target. And by the way, Target had way too many a lot of backspacer copies. albums. A lot of copies. There. I mean, I would go. I there. bought one. I could only buy one. <laughs> you know, it's like, what do you buy one for your friend? Yeah. But this is uh, this song called "The Fixer." This was uh, this was not written by Eddie Vedder. It was written by other guys in the band: Matt Cameron, Mike McCready, and Stone Gossard. I didn't and know that. This is a great fucking song, "The Love Fixer." Love it. Love it. How good is that? You know what I heard, Pat, that uh, Pearl Jam is a slang term for uh, 
HWC. <laughs> is it? Isn't it? What do you think? Is it? Man, I never thought of it like that before. Thanks for ruining the band. Sorry. <laughs> what I thought the story really was like something about Eddie Vedder's aunt Pearl or something mm-hmm. weird. That's she, what she would make strawberry jam every Sunday and then blow Bon Jovi and then <laughs> and beautiful well, he, skin. But he beautiful loves her skin. though. He, bon Jovi <laughs> loves Eddie Vedder's aunt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but so, yeah, it's, that's I, a, that is such a way. It's, it's awesome, like you know, for them to like have such a great album at that stage of their yeah. And I always assume, you know, you always assume the singer has a hand in writing all right. the tunes. So that's kind of cool to know that. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Vetter, but you are not going to join us in a songwriting credits this time. Wow, the. Uh the um, have you seen the uh, documentary, the Cameron Crow? No, not yet. Is it great? I haven't seen it. Got to see it. Is it? It's on DVD. Is it streaming on Netflix yet? You know, I don't know. I got to check. I'm I'm a little behind on my Netflix. I uh, I, I lost my ATM card, and then so it's a thing. You don't want to hear about well, these. No, that doesn't even make any sense to me. Well, you yeah, lost your ATM they, card, so you're because you know they like bill it to the ATM card, and like well, there's a problem. And then I'm thinking like, wow, maybe this is my chance to jump off this Netflix. Well, uh, did you get a new uh, ATM card? I got a new ATM card, but not as far as Netflix is concerned. I haven't told them about it. You know that Bruce Springsteen's in, in love with a bank teller. <laughs> So he could probably fix me. Up. Yeah, yeah, he might be able to. <laughs> All right, here we go. What do you got, Pat? Do you remember uh, back when uh, Jimmy was our guest and I told my tale of woe of 1991? <laughs> I think so. That's it was, when it was a dark you were, time. You were crazy and you yeah. were driving your nieces to school yeah, and my sisters and uh, your sisters. Sorry. I, uh, so, like, I finally, I, 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 I like because I, I said, "Hey, Modesto's a town for losers. I'm pulling out of here to win." Yeah. I moved to Portland and uh, it was great. Everything turned out great after that. But at first, it was a little rough because I was still in a rough space. I was. Um, do, do you remember? Did you see the movie Drugstore Cowboy? With Matt a Dillon? long time ago. Yeah. At the end, Kelly the, Lynch, right? Yeah, exactly. Hot Kelly. Uh, but at the end, Matt Matt Dillon's living in. Um, like this flop house okay. by William S. Broza. That's where I lived, like like in that neighborhood, like in one of those flop houses. You were in a flop house? I lived in a SRO, Pat. I was Standing room only? That's right. It was very popular. Okay. <laughs> well, single room occupancy. And uh, and it was, you know, uh, there was like a pizza place on the bottom of everything. Smelled every shared a bathroom. And, uh, oh, it was gross. How long did you have to live there? You know, I, I ended up living there about... Six years. About six years. <laughs> that's, that's what, you know, I lived there about, about three or four months. And uh, it was funny when I, when I went to move out... Uh, you know, I told the guy, you know, like, hey, I finally found a place, and uh, and uh, and he, and he kind of told me, like, uh, you know, I thought you were going to end up managing this place. That's what happened to me. Wow! I'm like, oh shit! He, like, he, he he saw that I had the soul of the damn. Yeah. Well, you know what? Listen to Rock Solid, buddy. <laughs> yeah. This guy's got his own show. This is where I am now. But Jerk. one uh, one day, I I walk out of the flop house and I look across the street, and there uh, there's a uh, four. Uh, 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 affable Canadians are walking up the street and I'm like, mm-hmm. that's the pursuit of happiness. This is crazy. I said, <laughs> and I said, hi, pursuit of happiness. And they said, oh, hi. Uh, do you know where we could get some food, eh? And I'm like, yeah, follow me. So I went and uh, I took them up to Northwest 23rd Avenue. We got some pizza. We hung out. I went to the show and uh, they were nice. And it was, uh, I think that's what turned it around for me. It was the pursuit cool. of happiness. Anyway, so this is uh, their uh, Power Pop masterpiece called She's So Young on Rock Solid. As much as she'd like to She's leading a brand new wave That uniform that she wears I see it on the street every
Do you have this album, Pat? Love Junk? No, but let me tell you something about yeah. this. This sounds to me like uh, Utopia. It sounds it, a lot it like It reminds Utopia. me of uh, Feet Don't Fail Me Now or I Just Want to Touch You. Funny story, Pat. Guess who produced this album? Todd Rundgren. Yes. That's see, that's fucking you know, crazy. You picked it. Rundgren picked is it. everywhere. I didn't, and I didn't. This is not planned. I did not know that. But it sounds so much like I just wanted to. It really you. does. And now I'm starting to like back. To, he, he definitely produced some for them. I think. I think this is it though. So, well, but yeah. So they're obviously uh, like minded. But I think you like that album. Okay. Cool. What do you What do you got? Uh, well, you can't have a P. A P. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot have a episode with the P's. Yeah. Without listening to a little Piper, Piper, yeah, from 1977. Okay, they got they got a they had two albums and um, <laughs> and they got a lead singer uh, on Piper. His a uh, guy named Billy Squire. Oh, okay. and so let's listen to uh, this is before Billy Squire went solo. This is uh, Who's Your Boyfriend by Piper. <laughs> Hint, not Billy Squire. <laughs> I have a question for you. <laughs> Wait, let me ask you something. And, and then he uh, he he actually uh, redid that on his first solo album called Tale of the Tape, and it's a lot more rocking than this uh, version. But uh, but there's a little early. I gave you a little early Steve Perry. Gave you a little early Billy Squire. That's cool. It's like the uh, Piper is the band. Back. And uh, we have a, a super fan Piper on the. Uh, Facebook page. I hope oh, good. Maybe she'll seek this maybe out. She'll seek that out and uh, wonder who's. They have two albums. Piper. That's cool. Thank you very much. Pat. Is it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fine. I think it's great. I, I, I look. I, I enjoy Billy. Look, Squire. when Matt gave us the P, I told you this earlier. When Matt gave us the P, the yeah. first thing that popped in my head is is uh, Pretenders, yeah. Police. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, I've talked about the Pretenders <laughs> four or five times, and the Police we've talked about. So I, I'm, I was looking looking for different stuff that I like that maybe you've never heard, and Piper was there. mm Hmm. <laughs> Pat, let me ask you a question. Okay. Who's my boyfriend? Who's your boyfriend? Are you ready to make some love, Pat? I am. <laughs> now, when you're really seriously ready to make some love, you could uh, like you could get some uh Barry White or something like that. Yeah, but when or, you're ready to really get down yeah. to the business. Who would I get? There's the Pogues? <laughs> you get the Pogues. <laughs> no, you get Teddy Pendergrass. Oh Check TP. A, little TP. Check this out. Is this pre chair or, or post chair? I'm not even going to dignify that. <laughs> Being in a wheelchair does not stop you from singing. Man. That's true. Stops you from dancing on the ceiling. <laughs> I know it's Lionel Richie. <laughs> Still can't do it. Close the door. <laughs> Let me give you what you've been waiting for. My dick. <laughs> Baby, I got so much love to what? give. That would have to be pre-chair. <laughs> There's a good euphemism for getting it on coming up here. All right. Close the door. <laughs> no need to worry no more. Let's bring this day to a pleasant end. <laughs> Baby, Girl, let's bring this day to a pleasant end. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. <laughs>
Now, Gary, now we're, we're all married, so yeah. you you know now that once you have kids, you you do you do have to close the door. You got to close the right? door. That's absolutely. You got to schedule. And, and if if there's a lock on that door, you might have to lock the door, and then go to a hotel. Matt, do you close the door and lock it? Because will Zoe come into your room? No, she won't. She's too young. She's no, well, there's stuff to look forward to. And what about Preston? Sound sleeper? Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. But uh, when you said wheelchair, remind me of this uh, friend I used to have. Uh, um, I should I see if he's on Facebook or something. It was a, it was a uh, guy in a wheelchair named Brian. And uh, well, I hope I didn't offend anyone. No, but uh, one one time somebody asked him. Uh, you know, it was a girl said, you know, we're at a club or something. And she, she said, "So, like, how do you do it?" And he's like, he said, "Like a freight train." <laughs> <laughs> well, good for that guy. Good for him. Favorite movie coming home. Um, <laughs> Favorite TV show? Ironside. Okay. Uh, let's put this show to a pleasant end. No, actually, we have we have like a, we have, a, we have like two, a couple more, more songs. A couple more songs. Let's hear what you got. I got a song um, uh, that was not on uh, this art any of this artist's albums. His name's uh, his name's uh, Tom Petty, mm. and this was on his box set called Playback, mm-hmm. and uh, it saw the light of day in 1995. The song's called Waiting for Tonight, and it's got uh, background vocals by the Bangles. And since oh. I've been in a, a Bangles mood, mm-hmm. uh, and this sounds to me like it might have been an outtake or something left off of Full Moon Fever. So this is Waiting for Tonight. Not the J-Lo version. Not the J-Lo version. <laughs> Not the J-Lo version. <laughs> I'm walking down the boulevard Past the skateboards and the beggars Oh, he's walking like an Egyptian. Right. So that's how you know it. There's the bangles. They sound good together. Seems natural. Yes, and I had a little time to kill. I like that line though about when he's away, she seems you know perfect, and when she's he's around, she's like, eh, familiarity. Not, yeah, not so contempt. much. Yeah, but you, uh, I'm in a Bangles mood, so that one jumped into my head, and uh, I really, I really think that they mesh well together. Percentage? What do you what do you think uh, the odds of uh, getting a bangle on uh, either this show or the podcastathon? Uh, what do you think? I think maybe high. They did just do Scott Ackerman's podcast, so I don't want oh. him to think that we're that we're what? stealing an, I, with an, them, an, an idea from him. <laughs> oh, no. But uh, we have been talking for, about the bangles for a while, and uh, yeah, I, I think it would be cool to get a That'd couple, be very exciting. Couple, I, of, couple of chicks in here with guitars again. I have some questions. Okay. For the bangles? For the bangles, yeah. So, I mean, You're not going to talk about Prince, are you? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, now, those uh, sweet harmonies of the bangles uh, re- reminds me of uh, the importance of good singing in a rock band. It can't be, <laughs> it can't be understated. Uh, I think that's what scuttled this next group. This is a, this is a band that's like... That, that should be a topic. Uh, <laughs> great bands, bad singers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The, uh, and this, like, this is a perfect song for the P category. Mm-hmm. It's a band called Polera. That you, we would never hear uh, at, at any other time. They're, this is from like the mid '90s. They're still plugging away in Minnesota. The three piece. I think there's one member of the band who's not pulling her weight. Maybe you'll notice her background vocals. But oh, otherwise, no. otherwise, oh, this no. uh, this uh, track is beyond reproach. It's called uh, "Source of Light" on Rock Solid. Yeah, listen oh, for the background. <laughs> 
Okay, like that a lot. I always love a guitar like that up front. Key with a background oh, It seems like the Linda McCartney of I was the, just going to say, Linda McCartney. <laughs> are, they a, are these two a couple? I think they might be because I think they're still together. I'll, I'll post the video. You can see, like. Uh, yeah, I got to assume live, they put that way, <laughs> way down, down in the mix. But uh, she's, she's super cute. So you you like you might, yeah, stick her, keep her in the band for that. But uh, yeah, that's. Uh, then have her dance in the background. Have her dance, you know, she, throw her a tambourine <laughs> and a tube top and call it a day. But that's uh, Ed, Ed Ackerson. Just uh, just one of those guys who's just a rock and roll lifer, you know. Just like just never quite got his ticket punched. This um, you know, Linda McCartney has a solo album. Was that right? Yeah, I think it was released after after she passed. I think Paul. <laughs> Paul I'm serious. <laughs> it was recorded. After I think Paul finished. I think no. I think I think it was recorded. And I think uh, Paul finished it. I, I've never listened to it, but I can't imagine the um, that, uh, the one <laughs> uh, this a uh, band I love called the uh, Loud Family. They had an album called the it was called the Tape of Only Linda. And it wasn't a big seller. What <laughs> do you think? I think? Maybe people thought, like, I don't want that. The Loud Family? That was a sketch on Saturday Night Live. They released an album this week? Right. No, it was uh, named after the, uh, the, uh, the uh, yes. reality show. For, yes, I know. The, anyway. the, the cop show, Magruder and Loud. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is my last piece song because uh, I'd have more, but Matt says we can only have six each. Um, this is, uh, this is uh, someone I talked about on the last show, too. This is off the same album. Uh, this is Pink from 2010, mm-hmm. Greatest Hits So Far. This was uh, the second song that she recorded just for the Greatest Hits called Raise Your Glass. Great song. Okay, the party started. Yeah. Right, right, turn off the lights. We're going to lose our minds tonight. What's the dealio? Pat, don't get fancy. He's getting fancy, Matt. I am. <laughs> Ooh. What? Lyrically not great. But it makes you feel good, this music. Okay. Matt, now, are you saying, uh, don't be fancy, let's get dancey? That's not good lyric? I don't think he likes, uh, let, why so serious? <laughs> you don't like pink at all? No, no, that's... That's okay, here we crazy. Go. It's so so catchy. It, I, I want to listen to it, but write better lyrics, please. I, I can't stand the the fucking cliches and the right. stupid catchphrases. And it's like she's. It's like I feel like I'm reading her instant message transcript. <laughs> <laughs> and now, and all, Matt, I agree with 100 percent of what you say, and yet still, I find this listenable for some reason. Yeah, it's catchy. 
Yeah. All right. Cool. I'm on board. I like when uh, when she sings that little guitar riff part, like wah, wah, wah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be a good show. Like our fa- our favorite little bits of songs like that. We could get in like a hundred of them. Oh, Matt would go crazy. Nope, yeah. just six. It'd be a <laughs> six. four six minute show. Like, you're like, God, there's there's two. I'm dying to play. I got to just pick one. I want to uh, issue an apology to uh, Pavement, Pulp, John Prine, Louis Prima, Portostatic, Portis Head. Pure Prairie League, Prince, um, Phoenix, Pearl Jam, The Payolas, Peaches and Herb, Parliament, Prefab Sprout, Psychedelic Furs, Pilot, Stan Phillips, yep. and The Posies. Do you have the album uh, Frosting on the Beater by The Posies? Uh, is that a euphemism? No, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Get that album, Frosting on the Beater. It's going to be your new favorite album. By The we're Posies? Not, what year? What year? That was, uh, I want to say, 97. I only listen to music that's from the 2010 to oh, 11. Shit. All right. Well, anyway. Okay, so, The Posies. The, so, Posies. We're not gonna, everybody, if that's your homework assignment. Everybody go listen to that. But I got to go out with, uh, you know, never mind Brussels sprouts, never mind Belgian waffles, never mind Jean-Claude Van Damme. The greatest <laughs> thing to ever come out of Belgium, this song, Plastic Bertrand, Sa Plan Pour Moi, on Rock Solid. What the hell is that? Now you can get dancing. Bam, bam, mon chasse bas, j'ai sur mon lit à bouffer, ça n'en en buvant, prends mon whisky, quant à moi, peu dormi, vide et bris, mais j'ai dû dormir dans la boutière où j'ai eu un flash. Two verses, as we always Everybody. Well, I can. This I can totally relate to the lyrics because <laughs> they've captured how I'm fe- how I feel. It means this life's for me. Uh, I want to give apologies out. You you did that. And that was nice. You gave apologies out to some P artists, yeah, and I have to yeah. go apologies to Graham Parker, yeah. Pink Floyd, oh, Prince, and Psychedelic First. Oh, Those yeah. were the four that uh, last four to make the cut. Graham Parker's so good. I know. Uh, Local girls. What's wrong with us? Uh, but so this, I must mean I don't want to put any pressure on this last song, but it's probably going to be pretty good if it's better than all those other ones. <laughs> <laughs> that is the show. That's letter P. That's the show. Um, I'm going to play us out today with uh, a super group, per, a kind of a super group. Do we call them a super group? Yeah, I guess so. It's a band called Super Heavy. It's Josh Stone, Mick Jagger, Dave Stewart from Eurythmics. It's uh, Damian Marley and uh, some other guy who we've never heard of him. So uh, this is uh, this is super heavy, and it's a song called Super Heavy oh. from the album Super Heavy. Not How about that? A P. <laughs> not not a P, but it's just this is like a recommendation. There's a P in it. Just like Matt's Super. Cool. <laughs> Let's keep it that Actually, way. just called him Per Heavy. Like uh, us on Facebook. Thank you, Matt. Follow us on Twitter. Thank you, Matt Bellna. Thank you, Gary. Uh, Pat, um, I love you. Wow. HWC. Heavy, <laughs> <laughs>